Well, it's been a long year. This is our oh, 60 wow, man. first episode. It's been that 61? long? 61? 61 episodes wow. of Under Construction. I've been with y'all ninjas for 16, 61 episodes? Well, it's been, it's been 52 weeks, 61 episodes, wow, include man. special episodes. That's a lot. So, a, lot, uh, a lot of content. So thank you to everyone. Everybody. Everyone. Yes. Clap it up, everybody. Yes. Everybody up, clap it up. Also, today is International Women's Day now. You are appreciated. So, <laughs> so you know, when I, when I came on with Under Construction, I was the, the producer. But, you know, since I'm on the show now, I don't really have as much time to to do all the production stuff. So we, we essentially have a new producer. We shouted her out. Whether she likes it or not. Ass. Sheena, you are now the producer for yes. Under Construction. Yes. We got her on the audio boards this morning. You know, giving she, us the time. Yeah, she got signs and everything. I want to give a special shout out to Rodney's wife who would not let us forget it's that it is International, International Women's Day. Women's she Day. worked hard to let us know <laughs> that it was International Women's Day. Thank you, Candace. And, and, and shout out to her. Seriously, shout out to her. She actually helped come up with the come name. name. So, on the construction. construction. Yes. Yep. Serious shout out for that. Thank you so much for that. You got to have the strong women to, to really balance things out sometimes. You, really you can't so. have too many dudes. Lazy. We get lazy. Hey, man, yeah. too many dudes to mess up something sometimes, man. You got to have ladies around, man. Also, Absolutely. shout out to our brother Vince. Yes, you know, man. We wouldn't shout be here with, without him. So uh, thank you very much. They literally would not be under construction, construction without, without Vince, Vince, man. So yep. got to shout out so, Vince, man. He's still out there doing his thing, try, trying to hold down the Crazy Hornets group. Good Lord, y'all. Good Lord. Just, Anson County's finest. <laughs> yeah. Shout out the to Hornets Vince, group. Man. So speaking of the Hornets and Women's Day, uh, one of our opponents celebrated Women's Day by going to Club Onyx <laughs> on... <laughs> It's got a dirty look off camera. Well, Friday night. <laughs> Thank you, Club Onyx. Thank you, Club Onyx. James Harden had a really tough time well, last night against well, the Charlotte Hornets. Well, well, he had a historic night. <laughs> he might have had two historic nights, but the yeah. one that we saw was last night. Yeah, yeah uh, the Hornets actually ended up beating the Houston Rockets last night in a game that they started off leading 20, 20 to nothing, to nothing wow. and never relinquished that lead. Now, Russell Westbrook uh, didn't play. Didn't Don't want here. Don't want uh, here. But Don't care. Don't care. The Rockets are still a really good team, a they, championship contender. And they beat us without Western him the first Conference. time. So, yeah. So, so I don't want. I don't want to. I don't hear. have no excuses. Um, we have Malik Monk. And that was a win. I know that. that <laughs> yeah. We that, might have lost. That, more on that in a bit. Right. Now, that was a win that, you know, at, at this point, fans don't really care that much about wins because they feel like it upsets our possible you, draft you, position. You guys need to lose more games. Yeah, so but I feel like picked. that was a win you needed get to get. For especially how the way the last two games went. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Two man. games that we really should no, have no. won. Three. Three, three. yeah. Three. That, three. Yeah, that Milwaukee game. Hot take, the refs bailed out Giannis. Uh, well, I mean, uh, yeah. come on, that's par for the course. Yeah, that, I, will, uh, I will say last night, I felt like Houston had pissed the refs off. Yeah, a lot, like of, flopping and lot of flopping and crying and whining. They even teched up someone who was sitting on the bench. And I think by the end of the game, they were like, you know what? We're going to we teach lost. y'all a lesson. Right. And right. I, because I saw the Hornets get some calls that 
we normally, we normally don't get. get so. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, Devontae Graham got a quite an all star car calling call, that for man, that man, quarter. Boy, I tell that you, was, that yeah. was a ooh boy. That was a Russell Westbrook call. Yeah, so, <laughs> so congrats to the Hornets. Like, really a <laughs> Right. Now, since you last saw us, they went what one and three, which you know is not box. good. But I, I want to say that, uh, this morning in the Hornets group on Facebook. Which you guys should join if you're not a member. Something set you off this morning. Yeah. I can tell. Go yeah. ahead. So I'm, I made a post asking how many of you guys watch the games in this group? <laughs> and the reason I said that, and it was a serious question. I wasn't trying to be completely facetious or, or, or anything like that. But the Hornets are the kind of team... The we Hornets are, are, yeah, we had a, we we had, we guess, had a studio audience member walk by a camera, <laughs> but um, but uh, but uh, the Hornets are the kind of team that undermines the idea of you are what your record says you are. Right? Yeah, because if you look at the Hornets' record and the stats and plus minus and all kinds of stuff, you would say the Hornets are a bad team. But if you watch them play these last three games, competitive, you cannot say, man, these guys are just a terrible. Worst team in the NBA. You, you there, there's no way you can say that. Think about this. We, this past week, we played Milwaukee, San Antonio, Denver, and Houston. We lost to basically the Spurs and the Nuggets by three combined points. Right. These are perennial playoff-type teams in the Western Conference. And then we held Milwaukee and Houston to under 100 points. points. Right. The two top. Two top. Offenses, offenses in, the in the league. Yes. Um. Now I wanted to say something. I, I kind of feel like we we know how this sports journalism thing works. It is highly overreactive, and maybe that's just my opinion. Maybe there's some fact to that. I don't know, but in my opinion, sports journalism is highly overreactive. I, I feel like this week, this narrative of the Hornets being gloom and doom, and we're we're so bad. It's sl- like it's like National Bean is kind of finally getting it a little bit after this week. We're going to talk about a podcast that Borrego has done with uh, Ryan Rossillo later in the show. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of let me know that these national guys are seeing like, are paying attention like, hey, man, Charlotte might actually have something. These young guys (laughs) might actually have a bright future in this league. So I feel like it may be changing a little bit. Maybe we were wrong on Terry Rose. You think? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I mean, we had three guys in the Rising Stars game, and they weren't just in the game. They controlled the game. Yeah, we won the I mean, one of them won the MVP. I don't think you can look at Charlotte and be like, oh, they, they have no future. I mean, how could you? I, I, I like our objectively look yeah. at them and say that I can't what's just wa- the, just watching them play. I, I can't say that. That's something and, that uh, people don't understand. I don't, and they they strive for it, <laughs> but they always remember. Oh, Michael Jordan owns the Hornets. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, once they remember that, that. Yeah. So um, also the return of Dante Graham, Devontae Graham, in the last few games. Uh, he was leading score against San Antonio in Denver. Um, it, yeah, Terry Rozier has been lights out. Uh, is the backcourt still a concern? No. Um, if it is a concern, it's it's at the bottom of the list of concerns. If it is, if it is even a concern at this point, I agree. I think if the Hornets had a uh, a consistent big man who could play defense and get rebounds, they're a playoff team. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. I, and I think Rodney is gonna finally look at me like, "Wow, you finally agree." I think this whole center thing might be a little overstated after this week. Uh, a little bit. No, a little I bit. actually agree. Just a little bit. 
I'm gonna tell you why. You look at this week as a whole, man, and you look at the type of defense that it seems like these guys are finally, after how many Close games uh, that Borrego has implored this team to play defense and commit to defense, you look at this week and 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 you see how it's coming together. It's like the center thing, yeah, it's still a need, but if you actually buy in what Borrego's been saying, how much of a need is it after really? you look at Perform at performance. Yeah, like I, I saw somebody asked the question this morning. Uh, if there was a, if there was a, if there, if there was a center available in the draft, or a top flight wing, who, which one would you take? Me, I say the wing. Always take the wing. Always take the wing yeah, because, I just, because I, just, I just say take the talent, man. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you look, if you if you look at the big men in the NBA, you have that there there are more of them available, readily available. Andre Drummond went for peanuts. That's very true. And in, and in, and in this upcoming year, Hassan Whiteside is a free agent. Uh, Rudy Gobert is a free agent. Rudy Gobert. I don't like him. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't yeah, like him. We ain't with you on <laughs> that one, brother. <laughs> Miles Turner is reported, reported to be available. Uh, you look at the guy in uh, Brooklyn, Jared Allen. Yeah. They basically got benched to play DeAndre Jordan, 100-year-old DeAndre Jordan. and so That might have been about something else, I, though. I don't think the center you, you position. Gotta play, you got to play that money. Yeah, the, the center <laughs> yeah. position in the NBA isn't. First of all, it's not nearly as important as it was before. As it was before. I'm not even sure if it was that important in the '90s. Even mm. though the '90s was how many? Who who played center for the Chicago Bulls? <laughs> Bill Winnington. Bill Luke, Winnington. Luke Longley. Yeah, Luke Longley and Bill Cartwright, Cartwright were the championship centers for I mean, for a but, team that had the two best wings in history. Uh, you know, so it. I, I think in this in today's NBA, you just need a guy who can alter shots and around the rim and get rebounds. You need a rim runner. You need. I, I agree with that. You need Switch. the kind of guy Dwight Howard is now, rather than the kind of guy Dwight Howard was when he played for Charlotte. And I that guy. I agree. That guy. Who's that guy? It's Tristan Thompson. He's a free agent. This on switchability. You know what? If he's cheap, why not? Why not? Twelve million dollars. He's cheap. Uh, yeah, I I'm could tell you, man. Yeah, or. I, or like me and Jamal discussed earlier, make that trade for uh, Miles Turner. I, I I have to say this about three happy for me though. Two, we'll be two three happy. I can I can I say something about the Hornets, man? We're wrong. I whatever whatever we, I, we I, talk I, about. Yeah. I'm gonna. This is <laughs> no, why I'm right. gonna say we're wrong. We looked at this schedule last week, right? Me and Kaiser both agreed that we'd go one and three. Roddy said on four. All right. I looked at these games. I said, we're going to either get the Spurs or the Nuggets. That, that's, you picked the Spurs. I yeah. said Spurs or the Nuggets. There's no way in hell. I, I looked at that Rockets game. I said, we're no, going to no, be by. I said, not even a loss. I said, we're going to be by 20. I said, they're going to embarrass us at home Saturday. We said Milwaukee too. We're always wrong. <laughs> Everything that people thought about the Hornets before the season started, wrong. Everyone's wrong. We're just all all wrong. All wrong. Everybody. People were projecting the Hornets to be one of the three worst teams in the league. Some people wrong the history of the league. Yeah, just probably that uh, seven to fifty nine year. Look, man, it, it this is not going to happen. I, let, let me preface my statement by saying this is not going to happen. But let's just say we had like some sports writers who were just out of the box thinkers, mm-hmm. and they put and they and they allowed themselves full context on the coaches in this league. <laughs> Would James Rank be considered like in the conversation for a coach of the year? Again, I'm not saying that's going to happen. That's far fetched. I know that. But if you t- if you're thinking about full context and what everybody thought this team was going to be, 
Every single national sports writer had this team as the worst team in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay? And look at how they're competing now. If, if you want to be fair, yes. Think about this. When he took over the team, the, 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 the stated goal was to make the playoffs with, with Kimba Walker as your best player. Some reason we didn't sign him. We pivoted, and he's adjusted quickly to it. And now we're all about youth and development. And, and you see the growth every night in these kids and how they're playing. So he, if, if, if you want to be fair about it, he has to be one of the top coaches for Coach of the Year. And But, but they usually give that to the... the, the I mean, yeah, he won't... It, it, because of the, the Hornets' record, he won't even be considered. Yeah, no, he won't be considered. However, I, right, right. I think next season, if the Hornets end up a playoff team. If they if they're looking at a seed above five, then he's going to get a lot of there's be a lot to. of talk. He has about, to man he about has the to. job that he's doing. I, I want y'all to seriously think about something. At the beginning of the season, if you looked at the Martin twins, Jalen McDaniels. I was just going to mention them. Yeah, J, J, Jalen McDaniels, and you told me. Yes, These three guys are going to be a part of the regular rotation in February, and we're going to be competing and beating teams we're not supposed to beat. Everybody would look at us like we're crazy, right? No, yeah, I wouldn't. Have, I would have been like, "Who the who, who twins? Who the what? Jalen? Who? Who? Then they start the league in the uh, the season in the G League, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. all three, all three, and now they're part of regular rotation. That's uh, I, I I like our young core. I love to see them build and develop off that. And let me give and a shout out to PJ Washington, back to back twenty point game. I keep oh, no doubt, I man. keep I keep telling y'all. I keep telling y'all. Every time you mention PJ Washington, <laughs> Kaiser gets his wings. Like like I keep, <laughs> like his eyes light up. That, <laughs> what does he <laughs> What does he do wrong? <laughs> Nothing. And that, Everything well. And so and that's and that is the hallmark of a future All Star. But but you he know what? Everything I, well. But to your point, man. It's gonna click one day with PJ. Oh yeah, and it's gonna be scary, man. He's like, I, like he's not there yet. The only thing he does wrong, he doesn't shoot enough. I agree. He probably acquiesced to his teammates a little too much. There are times he where I just feel like, order. yeah, yeah right, exactly. Right, right, so, right, which I think of most rookies do. But yeah, I, I agree with that. Man. I, I I think he could be a Jason Jason Tatum <laughs> type type player. You know, Jason Tatum. It took a while for him to be like, hey, I'm, Wait, I'm, I'm good. I'm the best player hey, on the on, team. Man. Yeah, hold up. <laughs> Hold you on. Know, so uh, who y'all got? <laughs> so hopefully we we get that with uh with PJ or or song. Miles or I got a song for y'all. Okay, this is my sorry for <laughs> 2004. <laughs> Speaking of, of now to talk about players who are not playing, the sleepiest man in the NBA, <laughs> Nick Batum. Oh man! Recently, uh, Scott Fowler came out in essentially apologized uh, for not living up to his contract. He said, the franchise has a bright future, but I don't think I'll be a part of it. Oh, I, man. Yeah. Wow. I apologize to the people here because they put so much faith in me and it didn't go well. It didn't work out. But what do I have to do? Because I'm still here. He has not played a single minute Paris. Since the Hornets played in France. The entire month. Almost, well, since February, yeah. So, he hasn't 15, played at all. 15 games. 15 games. 
we see the difference in the team. He's the highest paid cheerleader in the world. In he has a great world. job. Hey, you know, okay, so, I mean, I can't knock his hustle. What's he supposed to do? Give the money back? No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, he'd, yeah. he'd be crazy, too. <laughs> yeah. If you're really sorry, you decline your option. You like, must be crazy. I'm, 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 like, I'm like, you're sorry, not stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. Who's turning down $27 million? Yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, gentlemen, your thoughts on... I've never, first of all, I've never seen a player in the NBA do this, apologize for for sucking. He kept saying he didn't want to be an asshole. I'm like, maybe you should have been an asshole and take more (laughs) shots and be more aggressive. But maybe he realized. Okay, so let's be fair about Batum. As highly coveted a free agent as he he was. Y'all fans need to remember that. People keep forgetting that every team in the league wanted Nick Batum when he was a free agent, including the eventual champions, Golden State. State Warriors. They said, if we can't get Kevin Durant, we're getting Nick Nick Batum. Batum, The almighty Golden State Warriors that y'all love so much. So the Hornets had to make a decision. Do we just want to let this guy who was a sought-after free agent walk? And he he actually took a little bit of a discount to stay with us. Having said, having said that, it's not like Nick Batum was like an all star or anything. He could put up decent numbers at the time. He was a he was he was he was a fifteen seven seven guy, which really was really good. That was all the Hornets needed needed, and wanted out of him was you get us fifteen seven. And we probably might we probably would have moved on past the Heat if he was healthy that year. If he had been healthy that year, and so so that's another thing. Maybe he never really got healthy. After, yeah, he hasn't been the same player since he messed up his elbow. He hasn't, I, and then maybe he realized that, and that's why he wasn't as assertive. Y- y'all, y'all are kind of bringing me to the point I want to discuss because I'm, I'm looking, I'm reading this article, and he, 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 meant, he made several mentions about I don't want to be an asshole. Basically, saying he doesn't want to tell these young players to turn against the organization, and, and to, mm-hmm. to surmise what he was ultimately getting at. But what y'all the article? But what, what the? <laughs> But the thing that kind of troubled me about the article is it never got to the why. Mm. Why, Nick? What happened? What what was it mental? Was it physical? What made what is it what is happening in your personal life or your career or your body that has made you not live up to this contract? That article never ever got to the why. So now we have to just kind of guess and 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 I have a theory though, man. I really think his you have to he might be 30 31 but his mouth is just about 35 36. He played every summer. He played every summer, yep, for every France. Every summer in France. France. Yep. Uh he he was a professional before he got to to the, to the states in, in in Paris. And every single year it seems like he had some type of injuries and those catch up to you eventually. And so mileage-wise, he he might be done. It's a good point, and, and he's not and he's not declining that contract, people. Or maybe paying him five million. Maybe he just more. doesn't want because anything he says, the fans and the media will say it was an excuse. Right, right, right. He right. could be like, you right. know, actually, my like, elbow like, never healed. Oh, Kobe shot free throws with a torn Achilles. <laughs> you know, so he, right. you know, he may and he's aware of that. Like, well, I just can't make up excuses, even though they might be the actual. They might be reasons, valid, right, right. But but fans are not going to want to hear that. Uh-huh. Fans don't want to hear it either way because you got idiot fans talking about, well, if you're really sorry, just decline the 27. Shut up. No. <laughs> I, I don't care if I average zero points a game and came to the games late. I ain't declining no $27 no, no. million. No, you're going to pay me all my That's money. That's a contract. That means you got to pay me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And the NBA players have a union. 
which means they're unionizing. You just can't cut them and not pay, pay them. them. Yeah. Hold on, come on. What no, you, no, no, what no, you it, mean? It's, it's, <laughs> hold on. Where is this coming from, this Ronnie? From, Ronnie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because people try to act like uh, you can compare our workload to theirs and you could just be fired at will in South Carolina, <laughs> but this is a union? Yeah. <laughs> Unions are different. Yeah. Right, right. So, but um, I, I kind of, I, I think it's not only just a combination of mileage, but something obviously got to him. This is obviously getting to him if he's willfully coming out with this interview, kind of spilling the beans. You know what I mean? Well, he's a competitor. He punched a guy in, in the, the balls <laughs> in international play. He's he's a competitor. We haven't seen that here, though. Well, that fire. I'm going to tell you what, though. There are people inside the organization who have said it's like Nick's demeanor on the outside is obviously what it is. But they said on that bench and in practices, he's a little different. To be fair, like we got to be fair about this. We might not see it, but I think Nick is kind of, is a competitor. Now, one other thing I wanted to mention is toward the end of that article, um, and and it's and I I'm going to say something that's unpopular. Toward the end of that article, I had some sympathy. Yes, I actually felt a little bad for Nick Batum. QV text. <laughs> no, this is what he said. He said basically his whole basketball career. He said when he was in France, nobody thought he was going to make it to the pros. They said when he was a pro in France. Nobody said he was going to make it to the pros in the NBA. When he was in the NBA, they, was, they doubted him. Basically said he's been doubted his whole entire basketball career. And he said, well, now finally, haters, in so many words, finally have justification to hate on him. I kind of felt that. I was like, I kind of feel. It's his fault, though. But is it, though? Is it really his fault? I mean, it's. it's we, it, it looks, it might be that way, but is it? We just mentioned the mileage he has. True. So is it really his I fault? I mean, it's, it's and, and why look and, 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 and we we have to put blame on the organization as well. But they does the organization really does they, they, how they, much blame do they because they deserve all, some blame because because you you didn't look at the factors of what made him good here. But he, they, I they, mean, they, they, you you had a big Al, you had a Courtney Lee, you you you, you so you the Hornets should have let him walk. No, because if the Hornets had let Nick McToon walk. And he goes to Golden State and wins a chip. You know what the fans in Charlotte oh would have said. Lord have mercy. You know. They would have flamed Michael Jordan Man, if that would have yeah, happened. I mean, he would have had to sell the team. I mean, I mean, <laughs> do that. Uh, if, if you look at him, he flourishes when he's like the third or fourth option. I agree. With the Hornets, when, when we were good, he was sometimes a third or fourth but, option. Because he, he, he let Kimba eat. He let Jeremy, Jeremy well, Lee, but and he to, let Big Alley. To be fair, the Hornets did did what? They went out and got Dwight Howard. Right. So oh. our, our big three was Kimba, Dwight, and then Nick Batum. So it was he acquiesced too much to Dwight. But see, he, really he, he likes playing with Dwight Howard though. But you also, this is what you also got to understand. After that season, this also goes to show that you have to tell people that running an NBA team is not NBA 2K because at That's the end of that true. season, you had to make choices. You get what I'm saying? They could not keep Courtney Lee, Al Jefferson, and Nick Batum. They had to make choices. Everybody wanted their money. Courtney Lee got overpaid. Al Jefferson got overpaid. Nick Batum obviously got overpaid. But you have to make choices. And, 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 and in hindsight, None of those choices would have been good choices if you would have kept one over the other. So it goes to show that sometimes, guys, when you run an NBA team, it's not as easy as it looks. You cannot control what players do Dude, once they get true. paid. That's true. Uh, well, Nick Batum, if, if you really are feeling 
Like you don't deserve that money. There's a, Under construction. a fledgling yeah. uh, media platform called Under Construction. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. We make it look good. We make it look good. Yeah, we'll talk good about you once a week. Yeah, yep, that's you right. can even we'll come on the show anytime you want to. Um, and we'll give you a platform. To so yeah, in the meantime, we have to rely on advertising dollars. Uh, so we'll have to take a commercial break. But before we do that, our predictions for the week. Um, the Hornets, before you see us again, will play Atlanta, uh, at Atlanta, at Miami, and then home at Cleveland. They do play Orlando next Sunday, but that'll be after we do uh, this show. Fellas, predictions. Two and one. Wow. We got how many games? One, three. two, three, three. Three games? Three games before Sunday? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go I'm gonna one and two. But let me, I have to say this. I have to say this. For the love of everything that is holy, don't lose to the damn Hawks tomorrow don't, night. Don't. <laughs> Just don't. I, I, don't, I don't care if Trey Young scores. I don't care. I don't care if Trey Young scores seventy yeah. points. Yeah. Don't lose to the Hawks tomorrow. Listen, man. I, I, I'm sorry for going on, man. There's some. There's just some teams out there I can't handle losing to. I can't handle losing to the Lakers. I know they're better than us, but I just I can't handle it. I can't handle when the Panthers lose to the Falcons. I can't handle it. Yeah, I, can't I cannot handle when the Hornets lose to the Hawks. I I turn into a bad human being when we lose to the Hawks. We're damn it, we're better than them, and we need to show we're better than them tomorrow. Uh, I can't I take it, man. Tony had a message for us. Uh, he said that uh, Brian coming soon. Oh God, man. <laughs> Moving on, Kaiser. Uh, I agree with two and one. I think we get Atlanta and Cleveland. I'm sorry. Miami's going to blow the doors off. I'm going two and one. I, I, my pop, I'm switching mine. My, I'm going two and one. I don't think Miami's going to blow. I, I, I don't think I, the Hornets aren't getting blown out anymore this year. Miami's slipping a little bit. I don't think the Hornets will win this game, but, um, I think we keep it close. I think the Hornets are going to be the, the Hornets. I said this last night in the, the game thread. No one really kind of wants to play us. Because they look at us on the schedule and they probably at one point so they thought they probably that's thought a that's a that's a win. Now, you now it's like now. dang. Now you, you gotta, gotta fight everybody. You, you gotta, gotta yeah. Because yeah. I mean, because these these young Houston kids are hungry, was man. Houston was frustrated. San Antonio was frustrated. Denver was frustrated having to deal with the, the Cody Martin all in your face let, all game. Let me let me explain to people that Houston is still vying for playoff position. So I don't want to hear anything no, about yeah. they took a night off and then no uh uh-uh, they got beat. Give us our credit, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think we get Atlanta. I think we get Cleveland. I think Miami gets us in Miami. They're just the better team. Yeah, they are. They just they have our number, man. I, that's um, another team I hate too, man. But I just understand how how better they are. Pat they are. Riley, man, maybe best GM all time. Him and Jerry West. Yep. One and two. One A. One B. Maybe. RC Buford is a runner too. He's owner, ain't he? Oh, okay. All right, so two and one, two and one, two and one all around. Yeah. All right. We'll see how we do. All right, we're going to take a short commercial break. You can listen to a word from our sponsor, Anchor.fm. Yeah. And we're back under construction. Yo, yo, yo. yo. Kaiser Soul Sage, Jamal the Angry Black Fan, Rodney Richie Rich Richardson. And big news for the Carolina Panthers this week we pulled off a trade. Something all (gasps) the fans love (gasps) trades. Trades. the, the Carolina Panthers trade. Yeah, player for player trade. Carolina Panthers traded Pro Bowl guard Trey Turner. Former Pro Bowl. Former. Yeah, ain't, that was what, three years ago? <laughs> Made the Pro Bowl. No, nah, he's, he's the, the fifth alternative. Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, they traded him to <laughs> the Los the Angeles. <laughs> to the Los Angeles Chargers for 
left tackle uh, Russell Okung, um, straight up player for player trade. Okung's is on an expiring contract, $13 million base salary, and Turner is still in the middle of his four-year $45 million contract. Uh, Okung's two-time Pro Bowl selection, um, Trey Turner, five consecutive seasons making the Pro Bowl. Uh, despite that, I don't think anyone nah. really viewed Trey Turner as Perennial pro as bowler. a Pro Bowler. All Pro, no. No. Um, how do you got? Do you think we came out on top of this deal? Um, I think it's flexibility. A, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Okun is one one year left on the deal. Uh, <laughs> maybe one year left. Maybe one year left on the deal. Uh, <laughs> he might not even play. <laughs> and, then, and then I heard that Trey Turner was looking for a new deal, and I just don't see how. When you played the way you played in the past two years, and so th- this deal actually kind of makes sense. Uh, Okun is reported to be a uh, locker room leader, and what we're doing right now, tearing everything down, he's he's much needed in his locker room after we lost all these leaders. Um, I think I think to kind of summarize this deal, it's kind of a nothing deal. It's like oh. it's like one of those NBA trades. It's just like. Nobody really got better, you know what I mean? Like nobody, there's no real difference maker here. I, I will say this: I can't probably got better in the long I, time. I, well, like three million dollars better. I, seriously, it, this year. It, look, he, he has a year left on his deal. Trey Turner had what two, three, three years mm-hmm. left on his deal. Like you, like you mentioned, he wanted big money, and we know the only people getting paid around here are coaches. So <laughs> it was perfect. It worked out perfectly for the Panthers right, organization. Yep. Um, but let's not, <clears throat> I will say this much though. Let's not understate mm-hmm. our desperation for a left tackle. I was just going to say, what's the most important position on offensive line? Left tackle. I, 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 let me remind y'all. I'd rather have a left tackle than a guard. Not yep. Any day. Let me, re, let me remind Panther Nation of some of the performances we had a left tackle last season. Go, shoot. Dennis Daly. Who? Thank you. That's Snoop Dogg. Who? 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 Uh, what, what, what's the other guy? Um, help me out here, guys. I don't know. Uh, exactly. Rick, That's my. No, uh, Darryl Will. Thank you. Says, yeah. How could I forget that? So last year, rumors. <laughs> Not rumors, but uh, Khalil. Khalil. Oh, yep, yeah. That's right. Matt so, um, you know, we we feel the need. We you obviously you have to give something to get something back. You know, we we did lose a left guard. However. I, I I look back at last season, maybe the last couple of seasons, man, and I don't know why, but it just looks like Trey Turner lost something, and and I, and I don't get it. I, I I don't think he was a main cog in our offensive line last year because it didn't look like we had much of anything last year. Yeah, it did. It, it, it didn't stop anybody from getting off the quarterback's ass last year. So I, I just feel like it's a low level deal. It does help us out a little bit. It helps us fill a, a need. It helps us fill a position. But at this stage of Ocon's career, he's not like this yeah. game changer it's a, type of dude, man. That's, this is a pure rebuild move. It is. Ocon is off the books next season. Yeah. And then so is Trey Turner. So uh, Ocon actually only played six games last season. He suffered a pulmonary embolism. That's got to be concerning, yes, man. Yes, people die from that. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he came back from it. But the thing with him is. In those six games he played, he didn't he didn't allow the sack or pressure. Yeah, so I, I think he still got some left in the tank. If he can play, good short term solution. If right. he plays and stays healthy, um, if not, then all it did was cost us thirteen million dollars for one more year yeah, instead of yeah or eleven million instead of thirteen. So, so, so let's get to the important question here. 
So I guess that means Cam Newton really is staying. Is that what this? That's means? what they said. Is that what this really means? They don't change their mind. Because they don't change their minds like twenty times yeah. in the last three months. So I believe Cam Newton is staying when it's September <laughs> and he's in a Panther uniform opening night. Really? That, that, that's what I believe. It's man. too late. Well, no, I, got you. I, I think it's too late to do anything but start Cam Newton. I mean, what is he gonna do? Right. I mean, I, I just I, I, um, I don't know about this. this, this mini camp so, starts so, what in a few weeks. The time is ticking because yeah. I mean we're we're in March now, so the time yeah. is is really ticking on trying to on making a move with Cam Newton. Them is reported physical yet? They're supposed to get my physical in March. Not that I know of. Uh, I think it's right for mini camp. Cam's been posting videos though of him throwing the ball, throwing the ball, working, moving footwork. Foot looks good. Yep. I mean, uh, throwing it's, medicine it's, balls. At it's balls hard to say because I mean it's just workouts. I just but, want some commitment. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't know. I, I think it's too late. The, the only options are play Cam Newton or don't play him and play Kyle Allen and Will Greer. Look, man. Those I, are your options. Does anybody have blood pressure pills? Because it just spiked a little bit when you said that. Like, I, again, man, I, I there's no way you can justify trotting out those two guys open. No, if yeah. you're making a move like this, you get what I'm saying? Unless, unless you're tanking. Unless you're tanking. tanking. Unless you're unless you're seriously tanking. And tanking doesn't work to me in the football. In, in NFL, it probably it works better than the NFL because because of the way it, it works. Uh, you know, lowest we, worst team gets. Hey man, we got Cam Newton out of tanking. So well, the the, par- really the parity of the NFL makes teams less likely to tank. Though it works in the NFL. But it's just that teams are less likely to do it because, I mean, you could literally have a losing record and go to the playoffs and win a playoff game like the Carolina Panthers did right. four seasons yeah. ago. So tanking, a lot of teams don't don't feel like that's something that they, they need to do in the NFL, unlike in the NBA, where tanking does not work. work, but there's no parity in the league, so teams feel like they have to tank. I, I got a question from a – I guess strictly from a football standpoint, is this a good move? Uh, if, if we take, yes. If yes. we take money yes. out of the equation and, yes. and salary and all this stuff. Yes. yes. Panthers I, need a left tackle more than they need a guard. Trey Turner has trade value. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you trade him, you get – But a, did we get enough back? I don't think we got enough back. I mean – Considering his salary and the way he's played the past two years, I, th- I think you got equal. Value. This is called hedging your bets. Yeah. Okay. If he doesn't work out, then then you got two players off the books. You've you've opened up literally forty something million dollars right, right. in cap space right. for the next season. Now, uh, if he does work out, then you can sign resign him for cheap. I got, got a question. So now that we traded for Cone, what happens to Greg Little? Greg Little was trying <laughs> to be the left tackle. Is it, everybody <laughs> says moving to the inside now. Like, do you think this is gonna work? Well, well, before I say anything, the Panthers have uh, a history of shuff- reshuffling, <laughs> shuffling, and then reshuffling again. Offensive linemen. So I think Greg Little is a prime candidate to be reshuffled, possibly to left guard. Um, it's easier to go from tackle to guard than vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. Footwork. So Greg Little's a big guy. He can he can push people. Around it's easier to do that, you know, inside, up front, inside yeah. than it is on on the edge. So uh, I think he'll be okay. This I think this is a clearly offensive line 
it's something the Panthers have said we are going to focus on that because that was probably their biggest deficiency Absolutely. last season. The trenches um, matter. Besides and the not a lot defense. of talent in this draft. Let, let's be very no, clear yeah. about that. There's not a guy out there. I'm, I'm sure I don't think there's a guy that the Panthers have like a ring and endorsement on as far as trying to get on the line. I don't see it. On the offensive line? Yeah. I no. I, I, I've seen Marty Herney look at look at uh, Derrick Brown glowingly right. in that picture. Right. I mean, it, it makes me think that he's the pick. He's the pick. I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm telling you, man. I, well, I have faith in anybody that Herney picks in the first round. In the round. first round. And that's it. <laughs> after that, that's it. Lock him in the broom closet. Yeah, just yeah. Let him make that first round pick, and then send him home. Hey, you know. we got some uh, meatballs for you. Hurry, <laughs> yeah. right, I made a pick. <laughs> so uh, lock him in the closet. It's, it's in the closet. Go click. Yeah, I think this is uh, one of those moves where the Panthers are like, okay, we're just gonna see. We're gonna roll the dice on next season. We're gonna roll Cam. We're gonna patch up the offensive line. We're gonna see how it goes. And if it don't go, well then. Just tear everything down. It's so. gonna be a trying season, I'm telling you. It's gonna it be can't be any worse than this past season or the season before that. Mm. I don't think it can get much worse than this past season, man. I, I really don't. We shall see, man. We lost to the West Bank Indians last season, man. We, we, we shall see. We I, lost. We I'll lost. tell you this much: with with Cam, even, even if he's not completely healthy, mm-hmm. you have a much better chance to win than yeah. than, than the than, turnover machine called Kyle Allen. Right. So. At least we've got that going. That's true. I and mean, hopefully we got that going, man. And hopefully they do what y'all want them to do and pay Christian McCaffrey. And we avoid a holdout this offseason. Speaking of that, man. I don't think McCaffrey will hold out. I do. Ronnie does. I, I, think, uh, man, I, th- it, it, I think the Panthers would trade him ooh, before they out. let that happen. If, if, if they got wind that he might would hold out. I think they would trade him long Jamal before. Would burn everything down. Listen, man. That wouldn't be. I'm not saying that would be a smart move. I think that'd be one of the worst moves <clears throat> in the history of the Carolina Panthers. I want to. I want to. I want to discuss something with our fans and our it, studio it, audience. It, 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 it hear so funny. In my franchise in uh, Madden, I traded McCaffrey for a first round pick. See, look. <laughs> we first, first and third. We don't need that bad energy second. here, man. <laughs> I, I want to explain something to under constructors fans and and uh, people who are watching this right now. Under Construction does not have a Cash App account, but I will create one, and I need everybody to contribute to that Cash App fund because I will need bail money if that ticker <laughs> runs across my screen that Chris McCaffrey <laughs> has been <laughs> traded. <laughs> for, <laughs> I, I I will have a mugshot on cmpd.org if they trade Chris McCaffrey for anything, I, and I do mean anything. Tepper would have to build a new stadium because I would tear <laughs> Bank of America Stadium down. It's, it's, I would actually it, hand clap. I know. I would not. No. It depends no. on what you get. I'm, I'm if, go- you get if you get a first and there, third, there, there's, there's nothing. You get, a, you, get, you get an early first and a third. No. No, Rodney. No. You have a future Hall of Fame. No. On your team. Marshall Falk got traded. He's a future Hall of Fame. Hey, look, look at how that worked out for yeah. the Colts, Rodney. They won a championship. Where's our yeah. championship? Years later. Where's our Years championship? Years that, later. Yeah. Years. You got a future Hall of Famer that you can build around. And and here's the thing. If Christian McCaffrey was just a running back, if he was Leonard Fournette or somebody, okay? Right. Who, who Leonard Fournette who, who is. Who's on the block, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Leonard Fournette is a great NFL running back, but. That's pretty much what he does. Then okay, right. maybe because you could replicate that. But what Christian McCaffrey does, 
First of all, there's only been one other player in the history of the league to accomplish what he accomplished. I have one simple question. What would our offense look like without Chris McCaffrey last year? I, I'll keep it at that. I will simply keep it well, at we that. We didn't have a quarterback last year. I, it, 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 again. Which, which, which kind of is, is the point. Again, it, what would our offense look like without yeah. Chris McCaffrey last year? Think about what our offense would look like if we traded Christian for a first and a third and we pick up another wide receiver. No, stop it, man. And in the third we we got a wide receiver. We we have we have, we have a wide receiver and a running back in one guy, right? Yes, exactly. What do we need another wide receiver oh, for when we have we a got a guy, guy who can already play wide yeah, receiver? We're run him into the ground. Look, so that's that's kind of what he gets paid to do. <laughs> uh, that's what I understand. People are like, man, the Panthers run McCaffrey too much. Like, don't get me too don't get me wrong. I understand the NFL he is a brutal sport, a but with see, he's fine with see it. David yeah. Johnson. David Johnson. Don't you ever put David Johnson David and Chris Johnson. McCaffrey in the same sentence. David you Johnson, must be crazy. David Johnson sounded a lucrative deal. He was just more than a running back. And now the, the, the So David Johnson's on Chris McCaffrey's level, Rodney? Chris McCaffrey's a little higher. A little a higher. higher. A little higher. Okay. Right. All right. I got you. Higher. So the the I think the determining factor is gonna be what whatever the Saints pay Alvin Kamara. Very because they are two similar backs. Good. I've always felt McCaffrey was better, yeah. but Kamara had that big breakout season right. a few years ago as a rookie. Who didn't really do all that great last yeah, season. Didn't do that great last year. So, McCaffrey. He's not a feature. So, right. so the Saints kind of need him, especially since Drew Brees coming back. I think they're going to they're going to overpay Kamara. And if you're Christian McCaffrey, you got to get paid more than that guy. I'm, I'm Which is, you, you, you kind of just spoke to my point, man, because the Saints are going to drive the market. And that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. I, they overpay like they, yeah, man. Look, I again. I we obviously don't want McCaffrey to go anywhere, but we obviously don't want to handicap well, me, ourselves. But let either, me ask man. you this though: Is there that much detriment to overpaying Christian McCaffrey? This isn't like overpaying Nick Batum. I mean, because think about it: we overpaid. D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart, and we still went to a Super Bowl. Two running backs. Yeah, we still went to a Super Bowl. We still won three straight division championships. We still had a winning record in that time that we had them. It, did, did it really hurt us all that much? It's going to hurt us. I don't we, think so, we, man. We, we need defensive linemen and we need offensive linemen. We, but we can still get them. How? I, hey, man, there's other people. Through the can, draft. There's other people that can go before okay, Christian McCaffrey. Okay, question, Mention question. One of them has already left. Let me ask you a question. Does Marty Herney's track record outside the first round guarantee or, 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 or assures you that he's going to pick the right offensive lineman or defensive lineman? And, and and keep in mind, you have a first-time owner and a first-time NFL head coach. Well, no, but it's Herney isn't in a room by himself making these picks. Right. He's got Matt Rule. He's got right. – you know, which it, I he's think, got a new which I think regime. is very understated. I think Matt Rule being there is very understated in terms of the draft process. I right. think with him being more involved and more importantly, knowing what they want out of a fit for their system, mm -hmm. I think that is going to be the key going forward. We don't know yet. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I just think that's an important crux to all of this is Matt Rule being involved in that draft I process. Agree. I agree. I just think I, I I just feel like there are some players in all sports you have to overpay. Christian McCaffrey's one of them. He's one of them, man. You just bite the bullet. Yeah, you you, you gotta overpay bullet. him. Uh, but I'm not, what, this is pure speculation. Does Christian McCaffrey seem like the kind of guy that would hold out? 
I don't on the outside looking in it doesn't. No. He doesn't I don't know him personally. So also the Panthers don't have a history of players holding out. Because we all overpaid them. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, but you, you, you need to correct your past. No, 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 hold, no, no hold, sir. Holdouts no, destroy not teams. Mm. Holdouts are a bigger detriment to a team than overpaying them. I think it causes uh, locker room chaos. This ain't it, Sean Gilbert, man. Yeah. This ain't saying the same. Overpaying a free agent is different than overpaying. You, a player on your team, you know what he's capable of. Yeah, the Redskins overpaid for Josh Norman, but we wouldn't have been overpaying for him if we had paid him what he wanted. Why? Because we knew what he could give us in right. our system. Right. Uh, whereas the Redskins, who you just know, flagrantly overpaid paid people without exactly without logic or without thinking about so, fit yeah. and all that. It's like stuff. y'all want Matt Rule to do? No, no. I understand. You keep McCann. Washington South. I'm just saying. Absolutely not. No, don't you dare. Washington South. Well, you stop that. When was the last time they won a playoff game? When was the last time they won a... Well, let me stop. They beat us last year, so let me slow down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And they stole your favorite coach. They beat us two years in a row. Yeah, they did. They did, yeah. Thanks for, depressing, thanks for yeah. depressing the whole podcast, Roddy. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot. Good job there, Roddy. Good job, man. Good job. Good job glad Ronnie. I could help. <laughs> uh, I put in, things into perspective. In, be- in better news... Uh, Instead of our culture topic today, uh, we want to talk a little bit about unobstruction. It is our one-year anniversary of doing what we do. Do you know what And it's, it's crazy <laughs> to see the growth that has happened in under 52 weeks. When I came on with these guys, you know, they had started, I think you guys had done three or four episodes maybe? About four. Yeah. And, uh, and I watched every week because I'm good friends with Jamal. I really didn't know Rodney or Vince all that well. I knew them from the Hornets group, but I've, I've known Jamal for quite a long time. What, 12 years now? Yeah. Yeah. So um, so I, I watched and I thought, hey, you know what? You know, they have a podcast and I have a studio. They can come here and record and, and we'll get the audio quality up. And, and it just kind of snowballed. Let me, let me tell you how all of this is like kismet, man. Let me tell you how all this is like the stars kind of line. I want to I want to tell everybody how Under Construction got started. So I remember me and Rodney w- was at a Hornets game. I think they lost. And no, re- no uh, really? God, what a shock! <laughs> With right? Kimba? What a shock, man! Don't you do that, Rodney? So me and Rodney were at a Hornets game, and we were talking about the Hornets group. We was like, "Hey, man, I think we need to start a podcast." And, and we mentioned it for maybe five seconds and it was like, all right, cool, whatever. And then we went back to watching the game. A couple of days later, I'm on, I randomly run into Vince on South Boulevard. Vince comes up to me. Hey, man, I think we need to start a podcast. Oh, really? That's crazy because me and Rodney just said we need to start a podcast a couple of days ago. Y'all know how Vince is. Let's do it. He just no plan, no plan of action. <laughs> no, no. Vince just said, let's just do it. Oh. He, he said, we're going to call Vince. We're going to meet over your house. We'll plan it out. Cool. So we get over my house to plan everything out. I had Red Man that night. It was very good. It was very good. <laughs> Shout out to Red Man. I Shout out to Red Man. He's probably out there today. The weather's he, nice. He, hey, man. Red Man was late today. Oh, was he? Yeah. He's supposed yeah. to be out there at 1 o'clock. And yeah. I went out there at one fifteen. You ain't ready yet, dog. Anyway, we're off track. <laughs> so, anywho. <laughs> so, our first episode ever was recorded at Rodney's house. In my living room. In his living room. <laughs> 
at the kitchen table. It was chopped and screwed. It was it terrible. Was so bad. The sound was bad. <laughs> it bad. Video was bad. Everything and was bad. the Hornets just lost to the And the Hornets just lost to the Bucks. Everything was bad. But something with us three guys at the time, we was like, we love this, though. It was bad. It wasn't coming out like we wanted it to, but we are just like, we every week, we're just like, let's just keep going. And then, Brother Kaiser, why don't y'all just do it at my house, man? Ha! It's like the heavens opened up. Like, man, we're going somewhere. We're going somewhere with this now. And ever since then, we have loved doing this every single week, man. Unfortunately, one of our OGs is not here with us, but we all know we had to keep going, man. So it's a beautiful thing, man. It's 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 like a. I want to give a shout out to like the fans, our fans and stuff. Like when we want to give up, man, and just those encouraging words we see. Oh man, I really enjoyed this episode. I got a friend I work with at, at the job. He'll eye me on Monday mornings. Hey man, dope podcast, but I don't agree with you on this. <laughs> and we just have like a, a debate through through I am man, and it's it's the, the the response in the community is just so it's so overwhelming and. Just thank you guys so much. Man. I, I remember, I, I want to say a, a moment I'll never forget, man, is like I, we had an episode and, you know, man, I'm just like, we, we all have gone through those moments. It's just like, God, man, we, we we would love more support. We need more people watching this, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I remember my man Tony Goins came up to me one night and he was like, hey, man, y'all better not stop. He's like, man, I, I watch y'all in my barbershop. He said, man, every week y'all come out, it's playing in my barbershop. Y'all better not stop doing mm. this. And it's from a Cowboys fan. Y'all know how much <laughs> trash I talk about the Cowboys. So when somebody like that comes to me and be like, man, I love what y'all do. Y'all better not stop. Those are the type of things it's like, well, I guess we can't stop, man. Cause <laughs> and also, man, I, I want to give a special thank you to all of our guests. From Brandon Richard. I was getting yeah, that. Uh, Vashtai. 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 Arion. Uh, Arion. Elise. Elise. Um, Jerry V. Jerry V. Tone X. Tone X. Uh, Kevin. Yeah. Yep. Kevin Avery. Kevin Avery and, and the ones that come. And if I forgot you, I, I don't mean this. I feel Ooh, like we Matt, can't forget Matt, anybody. Uh, Matt Morrow. Matt Morrow. Matt Morrow. Yep. And, 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 and also the, the people that's, that's in the sports industry that talk to us behind closed doors. Right. No doubt, we man. thank you Danny so Thompson. much for just believing. Even in us, man. Yeah. Just thank you guys so much. I think everyone just likes the fact that there is another voice to Charlotte sports media that isn't Rick Manel or David Newton or Scott Fowler. These, you know, I'm not saying anything about those guys, but I'm just saying that it's okay, always good to have a exactly. Right. And I don't think they're necessarily uh, representative of what the average Charlotte. Sports fan. fan necessarily thinks. I, I want to. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I want to make something kind of clear to people, man. We we don't mistake ourselves as journalists per se. We not are yet. we not yet. We are three intense guys who have a special kind of love and connection, not only with this city but is the, the city's teams. And and I, and I think we trust ourselves enough, and the people who listen to us trust us enough to trust our opinion. We're not guys just spouting off stuff 
just yeah, just by, we actually read and study stuff, y'all. Like we we don't just this is not just base. We, we try to base our opinions off facts and stuff. We mm-hmm. actually research because there is work that goes into this. Yes, guys, we have to do research. We don't yeah. know we don't know everything. We have to actually watch these games. Yes, guys, you actually have to watch, watch games. Watch the games to know what yep. you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, there is a degree of work that goes into it, man. I'm glad that the people who 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 watch us understand that. Yeah. So uh, also, um, everyone. I just want everyone to know the amount of work that goes into just making one episode happens every week is a lot. And there have been times where we're just like, man, you know, do, do we really want to continue doing this? And the reason we continue doing it is because of you we guys. Love it. That well, we do. We love it. But the fan support is great. It's so awesome to be able to make a post on Facebook and then start to get hundreds of likes and shares and you guys are commenting on it and debating on it. And that's just interacting. like interacting. It's such like such. And then we get interactions from people like Jerry Valancourt yeah, and Tone X, you know, uh, these people who have been in the industry for decades. It's that's just a, I, a really good feeling. I look, man, I, I want to give a, like a, a special shout out to Jerry V in particular, man, yeah. because he's such a, OG and he's yeah. such a staple. He could have said no. He could have easily been like, <laughs> he could have been like, man, who the hell are y'all, man? I'm <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I got better stuff. To yeah, do, we man. just reached out to him on a whim. Big up to Rodney. Rodney is like our, he's, our he's outgoing. A, yeah, he, he just reached out to anybody. He, he's like, Steph Curry. <laughs> Yeah. Rodney's the Steph Curry. He shoots the shot. He shoots the shot, man. man. Pull up shots, man. All day, all day. So uh, for Jerry V to come on, you know, the show that was a that was a big big thing uh, for him to come on and just be really cool. All right, I got a question. Him. Favorite episode or moment on under construction? What you got? Mm. My favorite moment was the cookout episode. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, cookout etiquette was a, I, I think, one of my favorite. Probably my favorite. I think my favorite moment on this show is when Kaiser ticked me off about Beyonce and Michael Jackson. Oh, Beyonce Michael Jackson. That, that, okay, that, that, that was favorite, a good one. I knew you were about to say that one. That was my favorite moment on Under Construction. Beyonce, I, I, is a, she's a true artist. She is a true artist. I, I'm not going there. I'm not going there with y'all today. Baby, it's you. I'm, I'm not going there with y'all today. But I, I also want to uh, kind of shout out the future. Um, I'm excited about where this is going. We have our intern now who's going to make things easier. So shout out yes. to Sheena once again. Clap, 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 clap. So um, we just, got our shirts. We, we, we got shirts, y'all. If y'all want shirts, yeah. get at us. Yeah. If y'all want shirts, uh, who, who we have merchandise. So we can give them a shout, shout out. Shout out. Trey Clowney with Swift Design. Trey Clowney with Swift Design. Thank you so right, much. There man. you go. Yep. One other question. Fans. Start shouting out fans who support us, man. Oh boy, Ryan Brackenridge, Ryan Brackenridge, Jason Gross, yes. James Carr, uh, Alan Baker Johnson, Alan, man. yeah, Alan Baker Johnson, uh, my boy Travis Kearns, Travis man. Kearns, Travis Kearns, Kearns, Kearns uh, Matt Morrow, Matt Morrow, from the beginning, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin uh, uh, we can't name everybody else. Dwayne Edwards, <laughs> Dwayne Edwards, oh, Rich man. Kingston, London, he's gonna be here soon. Rich, we we look forward to meeting you. Oh, man. that's right, that's absolutely. right, yep. absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, there's there's, there's so many there's we, so look, many you if, guys. If we didn't name your name, please don't get mad at yeah, us, man. So, please uh, don't, please don't. So many of you guys that we we love to interact with on Facebook. So and then and then look out for the live show. We're gonna we're gonna do one in the future. And Absolutely, we're gonna send out the invites and 
And we want your, your good participation and interaction with us. And if any of you can offer suggestions to venues, please please, <laughs> please let us know. We can't fit all y'all in here, so don't ask. No, yeah. Nah, we ain't doing that. So The last time we had a bunch of people in here was... Uh, <laughs> I knew what you were about to say. The Super Bowl. <laughs> 2016, it was about 50 people in here. It's the worst Super Bowl party in <laughs> history. It's very, very sad. Very sad. We don't need uh, that bad on Yeah, we don't need man. that again. Hey, we'll never know what happens next season, okay? Exactly. That's right. So, exactly. And Under Construction will be here to cover it every step of the way to give you our unique spin on Charlotte sports and culture. So I think that's going to do it for us. Any any shot, Any other shout-outs? I know we, we've done a bunch of shout-outs. Any particular shout-outs you want to give? Um, just give a shout out to continue our supporters, my wife, especially for putting up with me and uh, me spending money, me sitting up writing articles and uploading stuff and messaging people <laughs> all night and trying to get people on. Uh, thank you for uh for 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 not beating me up. <laughs> all right, first I'll I'll get the negative stuff out the way. I have a couple of shout ats. Um, my first shout at. My first shout at is at the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, how dare y'all? How yeah. dare y'all? Really? I, I, I saw that yesterday and I was at a trash. loss of words. I, I was at a complete loss for words when I when that ticker came up and they said that the Brooklyn Nets and Kenny Atkinson have mutually agreed to part ways. I never believe teams when they say mutually agreed. I never. I like 99% of the time I will never ever believe that. There's I I, I I'm so passionate about this shout at because these professional coaches have a lot of pressure to win and to get things right. There is there was just no there's nothing I could see that would lead me to believe Kenny Atkinson doesn't deserve a job. Absolutely not. Just nothing. His two his Over two best players he hasn't had all season. One he hasn't of them, played. Yeah. Let, let's be one clear. of one of them has been a malcontent uh when he was on the court. I yeah, I'm I'm I was really I was, puzzled to hear that. I was at a total loss when it's, I when I saw that man. You know who's behind it. It kind of puts things to perspective about our ownership and the way that we treat our coaches. In Charlotte, hey man, you can't get you know, hey man, you can't be too positive about our man. Oh, well, that's, of course that's not. against yeah. the rules here around, yeah. around Charlotte, man. So, all right, um, <laughs> um, shout out, um, not to be repetitive, man, but it goes to every one of our guests that we've had on this show, yeah. man. Y'all, y'all, y'all have. Y'all enhanced us, man. Y'all made us cool. We forgot Bre- Brandon. We, we, he was we our first guest. We, we, we went to Brandon. Yeah. He, was, he was the first guest. So shout out to y'all. My final shout out goes to us. These three guys at this table right now. I want to shout us out, man. Um, again, man, I have something I look forward to doing every Sunday, man. So shout out to us. Great job, fellas. Uh, I want to shout out one more time. Club Onyx. <laughs> So for those who don't who don't know what this inside joke is, uh, someone went on Reddit and did a statistical correlation between uh, James Harden performance on the road uh, based on the average rating of the strip clubs of the city that he was playing in, and essentially found that the better the strip clubs were in that city, the worse he played. And of course, Charlotte, we at the bottom of the list because James Harden always light us up every night. We could never, for some reason, we just could never beat. 
Harden and the Rockets until last, last night. night. A wire to wire win in which we were up twenty to nothing at one time. In which he had ten turnovers. He had yeah, James Harden had ten double. turnovers. Uh, it was a great thing to see. I don't know if he actually went to Onyx the night before, but I'm just saying. It, just, just based on our analysis. <laughs> yeah, based on, you went to based on what I saw. <laughs> the Nickies. Yeah, he might have gone to Uptown Cabaret instead. Yeah. No, he did not. Uh, producer said no, that he did not. So no, he didn't go there at all. <laughs> he was at Onyx. Okay, so all shout right. out to Onyx. Thank shout y'all. Out to Onyx. So keep, so keep hard a great, great time every time he comes to town. <laughs> make it rain for you. In the Hornets way, make it rain too. And my last shout out, of course, once again to our fans. So uh, we wouldn't do this if we weren't for y'all. So yeah, man. So join us again. Next week, hopefully you'll see our lovely faces again. Don't forget, get us about these UC shirts. Uh, the design, the design by Trey Clowney. Uh, well, Jonathan the, Goldsmith. Jonathan's Goldsmith. That, that's Facebook name anyway. You can get it. Him. Man, shout well, out to Jonathan Goldsmith. Yeah, exactly. He's got our logo. He's for done, God's sake. He's yes. done our, our logo from day one. Uh, what's it, his graphics company? SG Graphics. I believe so. I believe so. Uh, so get at him. He does great, great graphic design work and photography. See, we got a whole family here under construction of, you know. Contributors. Contributors. Oh, so. man. Shout out Jamal Cowan. Shout out. Oh, uh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, David. David Houston. David Houston, Houston man. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Gotta God, some, so we're just going to have to make a post on Facebook. We will. We're going to shout out everybody. 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 So. Put some names and have some credits just rolled. That's just roll down. That's, that's, that's right. That's, yep. it. that's so. it. And, 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 and check us out on our website, www.charlotteuc.com. You can find everything you want there and write a review to us. And uh, we're going to have a donation page soon. Patreon. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're going yeah. to need that. We ain't making no money. We ain't making no money, y'all. <laughs> so, y'all have a good week. We'll see y'all we next even, week. We Take can't care even pay of yourselves and each other's. Yep. Peace out, y'all.